The third episode of Ted Lasso from Apple TV Season 3 continues to build on the storyline and the characters and their own personal journeys. How was the episode? Let's talk about it, but first... Let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Still. I'm Rose Brandon, and for this edition of Bruce Still, I'll be talking about the third episode of Ted Lasso, Season 3 from Apple TV. For this particular episode of Ted Lasso from Apple TV, Season 3, we definitely saw the characters continue to develop their storylines, but also remained what I see as the desert for their own personal struggles in Season 3. Each character definitely is going through some kind of crisis, a mini-crisis, but also a journey of self-reflection, so they're most definitely in the desert for Season 3 of Ted Lasso. Which brings me to this beer pairing for this edition of Bristilled and for episode 3 from the third season Ted Lasso from Apple TV. That beer is called Desert Star Lager from Moonraker Brewing Company in Auburn, California. This particular lager from Moonraker Brewing Company in Auburn, California comes from the great popularity from lagers, especially light lager, consisting of Pilsner Malts from Admiral Maltings with the addition of Flake Maze and Jasmine Rice. Desert Star Lager comes with an ABV 4.3% with a really light but also very crispy and very refreshing taste, with an excellent flavor that's definitely found with any well-crafted lager. I definitely tried this beer over Moonraker Brewing Company when they had it on tap, and by far is definitely very light in color, excellent flavor, and very easy to drink. It's a perfect session beer that can have probably two or three of in just one sitting. With the ABV 4.3%, it definitely makes it very easy to drink, and also one you can probably drink really quick at the same time, which definitely comes from this lager's very light nature. To build on a Ted Lasso connection with this excellent lager, this beer definitely fits the current situation right now with the characters in Season 3, given right now that they're in the desert for their own personal lives. And also, seeing that Ted Lasso's also show as about soccer, this beer could also be enjoyed while watching a soccer game, a football game, basketball, baseball, or your desired sporting event. Because this beer is definitely a good beer to have while watching a sporting event. And also, perfect beer to have while watching Ted Lasso. And that beer is called Desert Star Lager from Moonraker Brewing Company in Auburn, California. The beer pairing for this edition of Brew Stilled and Ted Lasso Episode 3, Season 3 from Apple TV. So here I go with my recap of Ted Lasso Episode 3 from the third season. If you've not seen the show or you have an interest in watching Ted Lasso, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. For Episode 3 of Ted Lasso from the third season, the very first character we do see is Colin, who's one of the players on the Richmond Soccer Club, who's also now revealed to be a member of the LGBTQ community. However, though, this is also not known to the Richmond Soccer Club, as he's also keeping this a secret. It's also worth noting that Zalva is also going to take Colin's place as a starter on the Richmond Soccer Club. Club. This definitely plays a big role in the episode because Colin does not want to lose a starting spot on the Richmond Soccer Club, but the arrival of Zava does force Ted and the fellow coaches to make a roster adjustment to make room for Zava, but also at the expense of Colin. So one of the themes I saw in this episode was the self-esteem of Colin and his role in the Richmond Soccer Club, as he's also closeted from his fellow players, but also does not want to make that known by showing himself to be someone who's very optimistic and positive despite being benched to make room for Zava. The arrival of Zava definitely does make an the impact for the Richmond Soccer Club, and he's also not the diva I thought he would be. Even though Zava definitely does come off as a prima donna and a diva, he definitely does embrace Ted as a manager of the team, 
team and also does see Ted as his leader and his coach. So there's definitely some respect between Zava and Ted in this episode as Zava has no problem being coached by Ted, even though I definitely thought last week it'll be the exact opposite. But also though, Zava does show to be very demanding as he does have his own special locker in the locker room with a recliner and also does meditation instead of joining the team in pre-game talks hosted by Ted. Because of Zava, Richmond does rack up a lot of wins in the season. This definitely moves him up quickly in the Premier Soccer League rankings and also the standings. Primarily driven by Zava. Even getting behind West Ham United, which is a club owned by Rupert. So the rival Zava really does have that major impact on Richmond. He's definitely their go-to player. He's scoring all the goals. But despite all the success, it's also wearing thin on Jamie, who does see Zava as a threat. He's not happy with Zava's arrival on the Richmond Soccer Club, but one thing I definitely do see here is definitely that Jamie is seeing probably the guy he definitely could not be. Not as a player, but also as a personality. Because think about this. Zava, even though he's a prima donna and a diva, Zava has been so far the opposite of what Jamie has been in season one. Remember in season one with Jamie, he definitely had an attitude problem, being a diva, and also being a problem in the locker room, especially around his teammates, and also having a conflict with Ted? We haven't seen this from Zava. Even though Zava does ignore the team in the pregame talks by meditating, he's also been helping them with meditation by helping his fellow teammates relax and be more calm. We never saw this from Jamie in season one. He was pretty much his own guy, doing his own thing, and also having a lot of problems with people in the locker room, his own teammates, and also Ted. And Zava isn't doing any of that. So I think Jamie's probably seeing the guy he never was as a player. Even though Jamie is still a player on the team, Zava's now the new top player, but he's also going above and beyond, something Jamie never did. And I think Jamie's starting to feel that right now. I think it's definitely much more than Zava being the best player. I think that Jamie's starting to regret things he did in the past. And now he's seeing that through Zava, who is now the guy Jamie never was. Although it's not too late for Jamie to change his ways and become a better person and also a better player for the Richmond Soccer Club, even though right now the title belongs to Zava. There was a moment later in the episode of Sam's Restaurant during Sam's party, and where Roy did approach Jamie, where Jamie was sitting by himself, as the effect of Zava's arrival on the team definitely has had a major impact on his morale on the team. Roy did console Jamie, and I did see some bonding between Roy and Jamie in this scene, and where Roy told Jamie's gonna train Jamie to become the best player on the team, even better than Zava. This is definitely a good moment between Roy and Jamie, because the two of them were bitter rivals, primarily in season one, and now, Roy is looking to train Jamie to make him a better player on the team. This definitely does open up a different storyline in season three, as in the past episode, they were coming to blows over the breakup between Keely and Roy. Now we see Jamie and Roy coming together, probably for Jamie's benefit, when it comes to his role as a player on the team. But going back to Zava, there's definitely a mystery surrounding Zava, and I also do wonder, is he authentic? Is he for real? Is he definitely in it to help Richmond win, or is he pretty much just out for himself? I just don't know yet, because Zava right now, he's definitely a pretty intriguing character, even though he's only been in the show now for two episodes, but he's already created an impression that definitely has a lasting effect. Still though, I can't help but think there's more to Zava to meet CI, and I definitely don't know if Zava is going to be a positive addition to Richmond in the long term. They're winning games right now, but I can't help but think there's going to be a plot twist later in the season that involves Zava, but also in a very bad way for Richmond and her soccer club. We shall see, but right now, Zava, it just seems too good to be true right now, and maybe Jamie's on to something when he sees what's going on with Zava, and maybe Jamie will have to become the best player in the team and save Richmond going forward in the event Zava can't do it. But so far, Zava is a really good player. He's definitely helping Richmond win, but right now, I just can't help but think it's just too good to be true. For the Rebecca story arc in this episode, Rebecca had a lot going on in this particular episode. She goes to see a psychic that was recommended 
recommended by her mother. And a psychic tells Rebecca she's going to be a mother, which really doesn't sit well with Rebecca, probably given that she wanted to have a child with Rupert when they were married, but didn't have one, and probably because of Rebecca's age. But a psychic does tell her she's going to have a child, and also might have met the right guy, but at the wrong time, alluding to Sam and her past relationship with Sam back in Season 2. This definitely does show that Rebecca has a lot going on in her own personal journey, and also for her story arc for Season 3, which definitely involves more personal matters, instead of matters revolving the Richmond Soccer Club. For another major development in Rebecca's storyline, there was a revelation in the episode of Sam's Party that involved the Green Book of Matches. This Green Book of Matches really did hit Rebecca very hard, and I do wonder what is the connection between Rebecca and this Green Book of Matches. There's definitely no doubt this Green Book of Matches does involve Sam, but in what way? Is it possible that Sam and Rebecca will get back together and have a child together? It definitely seems to be going in that direction, as the show of Ted Lasso definitely is a very predictable show. So definitely I do believe this Green Book of Matches does have a connection between Sam and Rebecca. What the connection is, we definitely don't know just yet, but I definitely do believe we'll find out very soon as the story unfolds in Season 3. Staying on the topic of Sam, there was a woman at Sam's restaurant who does appear to be a chef for Sam, and it appears that her and Sam definitely have a very unique connection that could also be romantic. She definitely did catch Rebecca's attention, and Rebecca did seem sort of jealous about Sam and his possible new love interest, which definitely opens up a new story arc and her storyline for Season 3, probably even creating a potential love triangle between Sam, Rebecca, and this new woman in Sam's life. Going to the topic of Ted, there's also new development in Ted's storyline in Season 3, when Ted finds out that his former marriage counselor is now dating his ex-wife. This really does come as a surprise to Ted when Ted was calling his ex-wife before his next game to talk to his son, only to find out that she is now dating her former marriage counselor, as is the marriage counselor who picks up the phone, speaking to Ted. This definitely comes as a major surprise to Ted, and he's also very perplexed by it, and also I am as well, because it really does raise a new storyline in Ted, and also probably the new villain in this story for season 3 is no longer Rupert, but probably now this new guy that's now dating Ted's ex-wife. Ted pieces it all together and finds out this guy is probably plotted against Ted when Ted and his now ex-wife were seeing him during the time of their marriage troubles, right before their divorce. In the episode, Ted does try to find solutions for this and also answers. He talks his marriage counselor about it, only to find no answers, and he later does link up with Sassy later in the episode at Sam's party at Sam's restaurant. Ted talks to Sassy about it. Sassy does tell Ted it's definitely a major ethical concern, but also, I definitely don't think Ted found any answers to this, and I definitely do believe this is going to be a major issue and also storyline for Ted in Season 3. How it ends does remain to be seen, but I don't see Ted and his ex-wife getting back together, as some may have predicted. It's probably still possible, but I definitely do think a lot has to happen for that to occur, and also as for Ted and Sassy, after seeing their exchange in this episode, and seeing how Sassy presented herself to other characters in this episode, I also don't see Ted and Sassy getting together as well. So maybe Ted will have no love interest in Season 3 that's probably going to pan out for him in the long term, because Rebecca and Sam are probably going to get back together, leaving Ted with no options for love interest. So I do wonder how would Ted navigate this very complex situation in Season 3, because right now, his ex-wife is now back in Kansas with her son, with this new guy who is once their marriage counselor. For the episode's final scene, we see Trent leave the party, and he's walking down the street only to find Colin and his lover making out in an alley. Trent sees this, makes nothing of it, just walks away, but it seems to be hinting, given the background music in this episode at the very end, when Trent discovers Colin and his lover making out in the alley, that maybe Trent has made a discovery that he might reveal to the entire world that might lead to major development in Colin's story arc in Season 3. It remains to be seen what Trent's going to do 
with this information, but it also might have a major impact on Trent as well. The ending for this episode definitely did seem very open-ended, which contains multiple interpretations of what happens next in the Season 3 story arc going forward. But I definitely do believe, based on this ending and Trent's reaction to it, that something very big is coming in the story arc for Season 3. And Trent might also have a connection between Colin and this lover. So we shall see what happens next and what Trent does with this information. So that there's my recap of Ted Lasso, Episode 3 to 3rd Season from Ted Lasso on Apple TV. But here's some questions and observations from Episode 3. My first one is, will Rupert find a player who is similar to Zava to compete with Richmond? I definitely do think it's a possibility that Rupert is going to find a player that's just equal to Zava or probably somewhat better in Season 3 because right now, assuming Zava does stay with Richmond, I just can't believe that Rupert's going to sit back and let this happen without finding an equal player who's probably better or also equal to Zava. I definitely do believe that Zava, assuming he does stay with Richmond, will not have any challenges that involves Rupert. I definitely do believe that Rupert is going to respond to Richmond signing to Zava by signing a player of equal value or probably slightly better than Zava that poses a challenge to Zava and Richmond with Jamie probably playing a role in the solution. Given how Jamie and Roy are going to team up to make Jamie a better player, but I definitely do believe that Rupert is going to respond to Zava's signing by Richmond by finding someone equal or probably better, which will pose a challenge to Zava and Richmond, and I definitely do think that Jamie will play a key role in how this plays out when it comes to Richmond overcoming this possible new challenge. For another observation in this episode, there definitely was an interesting exchange between Shandy, who is Keeley's friend, who's now working for Keeley, and also Roy. Shandy and Roy had a very unique conversation that definitely at first appeared tense, but also more playful, and I definitely do wonder, will Shandy become Roy's new love interest in Season 3? I saw chemistry between the two of them. It definitely doesn't seem like a couple when you look at the two of them, but there definitely was chemistry, and also, the exchange, although it sounded tense, in my view, is probably more playful, and probably even diplomatic with a possible mutual attraction between the two of them. I definitely don't think this scene was an accident. I definitely think it's there for a reason, showing further development between Shandy and Roy going forward. So overall, this episode is really good, just like the last two episodes. So far, the main focus has been character studying season three of Ted Lasso, with developments and storylines continuing to occur in each episode, such as in this one, Ted finds out his ex-wife is now dating their former marriage counselor. I do wonder what the next major development is going to be. I definitely do think it's between Colin and his lover, given discovery by Trent, and also between Rebecca and Sam, given development in this episode involving that green book of matches. But overall, Season 3 is going well, and also I do wonder just how it's all going to end at the end of Season 3, and also this is indeed the official end of Ted Lasso, with so far no plans for a fourth season, as the story was written for three seasons. For now though, that should do for me on this edition of Bruce Please do rate this podcast in your Zard Podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Also, do tell your friends at Family Boss Podcast, and please follow this podcast on Instagram at Bruce Podcast on Instagram. It's where you find all the photos of the beers profiled on this podcast. Also, please do enjoy some good craft beer, bourbon, whiskey. I'm Hills Brandon. I'll see you all next time. Thank you for joining me. Until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Uh-huh.